compassion, trust, courage, innovation, the values of Temecula Valley Hospital. We proudly present TVH Health Chat. Here's Melanie Cole. Our topic today is women and heart disease, because the more a woman knows about heart disease, the better her chances of beating it. My guest is Dr. Manila Zaman. She's a cardiologist and a member of the medical staff at Temecula Valley Hospital. How prevalent is cardiovascular disease in women, and why do you think in the past so much of the research, Framingham and all of these studies, have been done on men? Do you see that changing? Are we starting to become more aware as women of our risk of heart disease? I would say the awareness in uh, women and heart disease is the most important lesson that we have learned. In the past, it was thought that heart disease does not exist in young women. Uh, research was done on males, and currently we, we are having more and more research, more awareness. Heart disease is very prevalent, and if you look at the statistics, whether you combine the risk of cardiovascular disease with also strokes, one in three women die from heart disease. And the risk factor modification is quite important, and uh, it needs to be Modif- the risk needs to be modified, taken care of, and the more women are aware of their risk factors, uh, the more they will be able to take care of those risk factors. So we're going to talk about risk factors, but when we hear about signs and symptoms, you know, people say, oh, well, signs and symptoms of a heart attack are different in men and in women, but what about the signs and symptoms of heart disease? Would that be different? I mean, we're not talking necessarily about a heart attack, but progressive heart disease, whether it's blocked arteries, atherosclerosis, or some of those kinds of things, even peripheral vascular disease. Are there some symptoms, things that women should be aware of that they might feel or know about to get checked? Well, we need to, because women... uh, start having heart disease approximately a decade later. Most women are older and they slow down. Uh, Sometimes women, they don't have the typical chest pressure, tightness, heaviness, which is more uh, more common in men. Uh, Women may may have severe fatigue or short of breath as they walk, this neon exertion. And what they usually perceive that as, oh, I am getting older. They do not uh, understand that these are signs and symptoms of heart disease, coronary artery disease, or atherosclerosis in women. So severe fatigue, inability to, to do the daily activity that they used to do, walking up the steps, they need to be aware that uh, heart disease is very prevalent. So what are the risk factors? Who's at most risk for heart disease? The uh, risk factors for heart disease, basically, the more of the risk factors you have, the higher your risk would be. And uh, age is an important risk factor. As we get older, heart disease becomes more prevalent, high blood pressure, diabetes, high cholesterol, smoking, sedentary lifestyle. Those are some of the uh, well-established risk factors. What about, uh, you know, heredity and genetic? You know, is there a genetic component to heart disease? The genetic component, yes, the genetic component, uh, there is a genetic component to heart disease, and a lot of times it is the hyperlipidemia uh, that patients may have and that is passed on to the offspring. Not only that, if if you have a parent that is uh, that they start having heart disease, uh, for men less than 40 or for women less than 50, 
In other words, if somebody's mother had a heart uh, heart attack or coronary artery disease uh, when they were younger than 50, that is a risk factor. For for men, it would be 40. If somebody's father had a heart attack at the age of 80, that would not be considered a you know a, a risk factor for family history. But if they are they had a, a heart event before the age of 40, that would be uh, considered a risk factor. So as we're looking at the risk factors and we're looking at symptoms, things that change in your life, the ability to, you know, not do the things that you used to be able to do, shortness of breath, all these things that you've discussed, what can we do to watch these things? If somebody is worried that they might have high blood pressure or diabetes and all of these things all kind of work together to contribute to heart disease, what do you want people to know about managing some of those risks, the controllable ones, blood pressure, diabetes, weight, nutrition, all of these things. Yeah, basically, what we, but with the way we categorize it is modifier risk factors and also the, the risk factors that cannot be modified. In other words, when we get older, we cannot change our age. Or if you're male, you're the higher risk uh, than a female. So those are the non-modified risk factors. The modifiable risk factors are diabetes, the cholesterol, the sedentary uh, lifestyle, the high blood pressure, those can be fixed. And depending on, uh, you know, the degree of those, uh, there's things we can do. In other words, you know, increase the exercise, uh, in, uh, eating well. Um, uh, those are the things you can do at home. Uh, but to actually, if you do have those risk factors, they need to they need to see a physician. Uh, and there's plenty of medication for all of those. People don't always adhere to all of this. Dr. Zaman, they don't always take their blood pressure medication or get as much exercise. As a cardiologist, what do you want people to know about adhering to that healthy regimen and how much exercise is enough? How much is enough to help reduce our risk? About 20 minutes at least three times a week, uh, what is recommended. And uh, it doesn't have to be fast running as long as you're even walking fast, that is uh, sufficient. In terms of non-adherence, and I think the most important part is once, whenever I have patients in my office and I talk to them about, uh, you know, one in one in two, one in three, depending on how you calculate it, women die from heart attacks. And if you talk about those statistics, especially the risk of stroke, people would, the more they know, the more they understand, the more adherent they would be. I think that's true because the more that the awareness is being raised, I think women are now more active and being proactive to be our own best health advocate. And that really seems to be the main message for women and heart disease or really women in any of these conditions. So what else would you like them to know? What about nutrition? Does that play a role in heart disease? What do you tell people? Oh, absolutely. A low-fat diet, basically, you can, if you, if you look on the website for American Heart Association, um, they have very nice menus and also um, the, the recommended daily um, the, the low-fat diet, you know, lots of fiber. Uh, it's very beneficial, very helpful. So then wrap it up and give us your best advice about women and heart disease, preventing heart disease in the first place, or raising more awareness, Dr. Zaman, for women and this this terrible situation that is, as you said, killing up to one in three women. I think the most important thing is awareness. Once you're aware of your risk, and this, there has been studies shown over and over again, when when people are aware that they are at risk and they they seek help, they take care of their risk factors, and 
Um, also, I would uh, my strongest advice to my patients is take care take care of yourself, take control. If your diabetes is not well controlled, your blood pressure is not controlled, you need to ask why. You need to find the right position that's a good fit for you, and take care of those risk factors. Be your own advocate, and I usually tell my patients that nobody is going to take care of you as well as you do. Nobody, no, you are the most important person. And nobody will be as responsible as you are. You need to, to take control of your life. You need to control of your heart. We have only one. Thank you so much for such important information. You're listening to TVH Health Chat with Temecula Valley Hospital. For more information, please visit TemeculaValleyHospital.com. That's TemeculaValleyHospital.com. Physicians are independent practitioners who are not employees or agents of Temecula Valley Hospital. The hospital shall not be liable for actions or treatments provided by physicians. This is Melanie Cole. Thanks so much for listening.